Hey there, it is terrific to be back for Book Club. If someone could explain to me how it got to March already, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, The only way I know time is passing is from looking at the pile of books that uh, I'm hoping to get through. (laughs) And from that, I have brought you today an exciting new novel, Rhett Davis's Hovering. Rhett Davis is a writer whose work has appeared in publications like The Big Issue and Mianjin. He won the 2020 Victorian Premier's Literary Award for an unpublished manuscript, and his debut novel is Hovering. It is the unpublished manuscript that has now exploded onto the scene, and the Victorian Premier's Literary Award is incredibly prestigious, and uh, rightly so. Hovering is a worthy winner. As Hovering begins, Alice Wren is mid-flight. At the insistence of an urgent email, Alice has fled Berlin, returning to Australia and her hometown of Fraser. After 17 years, the city is not what she remembers. The taxis are blue, her sister resents her disappearance, and the nephew she has never met is now almost a man. As for the city of Fraser, it changes daily, shifting, dislocating, and rearranging itself in unfathomable ways. Lydia and George don't know what to make of Alice's sudden return. Lydia retreats into an online sanctuary, craving the predictability and control of her digital garden. George maintains a kind of stoic silence, communicating online only through text. It is the only way he can quiet the voices that flow unbidden through his head. Now, Hovering is a fascinating, conceptually dense novel that seeks to engage with our digitally saturated world by exploring its extremes. The action radiates out from the novel's central family of Alice, Lydia and George. Alice initially fled Fraser because she felt it was a cultural backwater. Her quest led her to a state of permanent dislocation as she struggles to find anywhere that is truly home. And in Alice, we confront this cultural cringe that we see, you know, far and wide in this country in all its permutations. Lydia stayed and... Through Lydia and George, we see them leading diverging lives online and in Fraser. Lydia is the fear of the iPad generation all grown up. Despite her son reaching out to her, trying to bridge the gap, trying to engage her in the world, she'd rather stay logged on and seek comfort in the algorithms that she understands seemingly better than people. George navigates these ructions with seeming equanimity. He lives comfortably on and offline, at least as comfortably as anyone might, trying to move forward in a constantly changing world. Literally, the streets change. It's an incredible, it's an incredible, strange, dystopian sort of uh, cityscape. Hovering concerns itself with the ways and means of our daily communication, the way we connect Davis explores how the flow of communication can facilitate or interrupt our lives. In the ever-changing geography of Fraser, it's impossible to know if your commute to work will remain the same, or even if you'll return to your address and find your house a park or a skyscraper. This, as you might imagine, is off-putting to the residents, and yet for the generation growing up, knowing no other way, they're comfortable, even happy with the uncertainty. I mean, it's near impossible to enjoy the privileges and hence the enormous gap that we see in privilege, uh, especially due to property status, when anyone could find themselves waking up in a mansion or a hovel. Within the text, Davis explores the nuances of our everyday communication from newspapers and emails to an entire section written in metadata. We're afforded the opportunity to explore what it means to separate the signal from the noise. And how true is that of our everyday lives? I mean, how far have you scrolled today before we even got to have this chat?
All this finds its zenith in George. Afflicted with bouts of crippling noise, George must sift, uh, must shut down communication lest he be drowned in it. It seems that George is filtering an impossible amount of transmission, but can he sift through it to make some sort of meaning? The unrest in Fraser builds with the revelation of Alice's secret. Physical and digital space become blurred, and the how and why of our way of life becomes a very important question to those who want to hunt down Alice and see her answer for her actions. Now, I feel like ultimately I've been a little opaque in this review, and that's partly because there are secrets to keep in Hovering, and in part because in challenging form and style, Hovering is a novel that you have to experience, not explain. It is incredibly exciting. The the narrative moves forward with such pace. The writing constantly challenges and excites. It defies genre. It challenges convention. I found Hovering just this incredibly uh, exciting. I'm going to use that word again. Exciting read. Where others look back to understand our moment, Rhett Davis has looked forward, inward and beyond to craft a narrative space all its own. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me for book club. Today we talked about Rhett Davis's hovering and Rhett will be appearing on Final Draft in the coming week. So make sure you tune in every Saturday morning and every Wednesday night or on the podcast. Thank you for having me and I'll be back next week with more incredible books. Happy reading. Bye now.